Mark chapter 11, verse 23 says, For assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart or in his spirit, not the head, not the body, not the senses, but in your heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now, these are the words of Jesus. These are not my words. And he said, if you don't doubt and you believe, then it'll happen. If, you, if you'll speak, you know, actually what he says is, if you don't doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which you say will be done, you will have whatever you say, whatever the, uh, you are saying, as another translation says. Amen. God examines or tests the heart. 1 Thessalonians 2.4, because he's the original heart inspector and heart specialist. And that the heart is the spirit, Romans 2.29 and 1 Peter 3.4. Believing is with the heart, not with the head or the emotions or the body. And, that, and uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 10 says that with the heart man believes. So God looks at the heart. He doesn't look at the outward appearance. That's what he's looking at. He's looking to see if people are in faith or in doubt and unbelief. So the removal of doubt is a central issue here in verse 23 because doubt is opposed to believe. Well, have you ever done a word study on this word doubt? Have you ever found out what it means? It's really interesting that this word doubt from the Greek what it means are you ready for this? You're going to understand what Jesus meant when he said you should not doubt in your spirit or you should not have any doubt in there or in your heart because that's what stops the believing. That's what brings a short circuit to your faith. It sabotages faith. And we don't want our faith to be sabotaged or to be short-circuited. We want it to work. Amen. Well, this word doubt, the Greek definition of this word for doubt, it's the Greek word diakrino, and it means to separate, to make a distinction, discriminate, to prefer, to determine, oh, to decide a dispute, to hesitate, to be at variance with oneself. Now, did you get that? When Jesus said, don't doubt in your heart, Jesus was saying, you haven't made a distinction in your heart. You haven't discriminated in your heart. And uh, that's not a bad word, discriminate. You know, don't, don't take it as a racial thing. It's got nothing here to do with race. It's got to do with faith or unbelief. That's what you have to discriminate in your heart. You have to prefer, if you don't prefer something in your heart, then you can't believe. If you don't decide a dispute on the inside, or if you are hesitating, or you are at variance with yourself, then you're over into an area of doubt. Mm. Now, I, I, I want to talk to you about this, because... This is, this is really powerful. Notice that the definition of this Greek word, I'm going to tell you again, means uh, the word doubt. And Jesus is saying, 
if you don't doubt in your heart, what did he say? And does not doubt in his heart or in his spirit. That means that you haven't made a separation in your spirit. You haven't made a distinction. You haven't discriminated. You haven't preferred something. You, you, you've not determined. You haven't decided to dispute. You, 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 you are only hesitating. And you are at variance with yourself. That's doubt. I began to look up these words because, you know, the Greek dictionary just gives you the definition without telling you what it means. Well, I'm going to tell you what it means. And the first one we're going to look at is discriminate. Because to have doubt in the heart means you've not discriminated something in your spirit. What does that word mean? To discriminate means to mark or perceive the distinguish, the distinguishing or peculiar features of something. But listen to this. To discriminate means that you haven't distinguished that you've dis, uh, to distinguish or to differentiate. Now that's important because if Jesus said don't discriminate, then that means that you can't be over there in an area where you haven't distinguished or differ, differentiated something in you. The word discriminate means to distinguish by discerning or exposing differences. It means to make a distinction. And it also means to use good judgment. So, like I said, it's not a bad word when it's used correctly. Not to discriminate or doubt means that you have distinguished clearly something in your spirit. You've differentiated something clearly in your spirit. You've discerned and you've exposed the differences and you've removed them. You've made a distinction. You've made a good judgment. And it means that you're no longer confused or mixed up in you. There's none of that in you. Now, can I tell you how important that is concerning healing? As long as you think in your heart that, well, you just never know if it's God's will for me to be healed. Or you just never know. It may not be the will of God for everybody to be healed. Or it's a mystery why some people aren't healed. And yet you try to pray for healing. Or even get into a healing line where people are being prayed for to be healed. And you have questions in you about it. Then that means you haven't discriminated. You haven't gotten out the doubt. You haven't distinguished you are confused. You are mixed up. What does that mean? You're in doubt. Confusion in the heart is never God. God is not the author of confusion. It tells you in the Bible, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14. He's not the author of confusion. He's not the author of being mixed up. There's no mix up here. Jesus bore our sicknesses and he carried our diseases, and by his stripes we were healed. Now that's Matthew 8, 17 and 1 Peter 2, 24, which are actually quoting Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5. Now, you're either going to believe that in your heart, because you're convinced inside yourself, because you've distinguished it in your heart, you've dif differentiated it, You've 
discerned, you've made a distinction, and you've used good judgment, and you refuse anything else that's different. You refuse to be mixed up or confused. Why? That's the only way that you get over into faith. Now, how do people get over there into this confusion or being mixed up? Basically, two ways. Number one, by ignorance. Some people just don't know. So they'll come and they'll ask for prayer, for healing, and they really don't know what the Bible says. They're not real sure, so they don't have a ground, any ground to stand on. And, you know, if you don't have ground to stand on that's according to the Word, then uh, you don't have any ground to stand on at all. I mean, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, he talked about this. He said, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. So the rock is hearing and doing his sayings. Amen. That's what you're grounded in. His word. Not just hearing it, but doing it, believing it. Trusting in him, acting on it. But then he says, "Who everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell. And great was it, its fall. In Luke, Luke chapter 6, I believe it is, it mentions this same teaching of Jesus. And in it, Jesus said, the man that doesn't hear my sayings and doesn't do them, he doesn't even have a foundation. Amen. God's word has to be your foundation. That's where you get all the confusion out. That's where you get all the mix up out. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed because of a lack of of knowledge. Well, we don't want you to have lack of knowledge. You don't want to have a lack of knowledge. You don't want to be ignorant of what the Bible says. This is why I say, <laughs> you want to find some answers? Go to the Bible. Don't go to tradition. Don't go to men's ideas. Study what the Bible says about the subject. Amen. And that's what we do every time we, we, we come to you with the Word. We're giving you what God's Word says so that you can believe it and act upon it and receive what God has done for us through Christ Jesus. He paid an awesome price so that you and I would be healed. Now, the second way that people are confused and mixed up is because of tradition. They'll hear the message of healing, for example. I'm using healing, but it can be in any area of, of Bible teaching. But specifically, I'm, I'm, I'm referring now to healing. And then they were brought up in a church that maybe taught them, well, you just never know if it's God's will for people to be healed. Sometimes God might be using that sickness to teach us something, which you never find in the gospel. You don't find it anywhere in the Bible. And especially, you'll never find it in the words and teachings of Jesus. Uh, it's not found anywhere else, but it's not. It's definitely not in what Jesus taught and what he preached and how he ministered to the people healing. No, this is why he said over and over again, according to your faith, so be it done unto you. Faith means you're not confused. Faith means you're not mixed up. Faith means that you have it clear on the inside in your spirit. You're not ignorant and you're not allowing tradition to make the word of God of no effect in your life. Amen.